on the Instagram. You guys are the most beautiful family. Like, it hurts my eyes to look at you guys. You're so sweet. Thank you so much. Hello, you're listening to Four Micronesians by Micronesians in May's Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And so I plan to highlight dynamic Micronesians that everyone should meet. And today I have a guest who is a Micronesian daughter, mother, and entrepreneur. Tell us your name and how you would describe yourself. My name is Marie. I am a wife, a mother of two amazing kids, um, four-year-old Kenai and one-and-a-half-year-old Moani. Um, I... Yeah, you know, I would say my kids and my little family Mm -hmm. is my entire life. Everything I do revolves around them. So uh, me starting my own little business um, was, I had them in mind because I wanted to be able to stay home as much as I could. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I've done the daycare thing. I've done the nine to five thing. And it's it's really hard. And what type of micronation are you? So I am half Marshallese, half white, um, but I was not raised by my birth parents. Um, I was raised by my auntie and uncle, who are both Marshallese. So, so I, I just say I'm Marshallese. We would call you a Wylander. Um, <laughs> yes. Yep. I know. I'm so glad you explained that because I was like, what? Oh, Wylander? So I really thought it was your last name, too. So that's yes, funny that you say that. Welcome to the Wylander family. <laughs> If you were stranded on a deserted island and could only have one person to keep you company, who would you choose? Super easy. I would pick my husband because he, he'd keep Aww. me alive. I mean, he's, <laughs> it's funny because when this all started, you know, the whole COVID thing, he was just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. the world is ending. So he, <laughs> he went to Sam's club and I'm going to like, I made fun of him. Cause I'm like, why are you buying all of this stuff? Oh my gosh. This dude went and bought batteries bought salt he said if you put food in salt it like what? makes I it didn't last know longer that. i don't know but I, I he knows what he, he knows um, his stuff preserve, so <laughs> like preservatives like whenever there's foods with lots of preservatives it usually has mm-hmm. high sodium and sodium is salt are you how yep, old are something you something like that okay do you remember i'm 24 you might, not. You might though do you remember y2k <laughs> i'm so old okay yes but I actually, when were they a thing? Because I oh, I was born and raised okay. in the Marshall Islands. So I came here. Yeah. So, so Y2K I came here when I was, was like in 1999. <laughs> there was like this huge thing. Everybody thought oh, that, okay. that for some reason when all the computers switched over to like the time and date would say like zero, 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 that all the computers around the world would crash. But 2000 was already a time where like we really relied on technology so like everybody was like, everything's going to break down and it's going to be chaos. And like, you know, like nothing's going to like anything that's electronic will no longer work. And so mm-hmm. all of us were panicking. I shouldn't say all of us. I was so young. I didn't really care that much. But adults were panicking <laughs> and they were like stocking their basements. So it was like now, like all the grocery stores were empty and people were stocking things. So if, I thought you were talking about like, isn't there oh my a gosh, band exactly called what you're talking Y2K? About. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so what would your dream career be? I would say I have a few, but I, my number one would be like a musician slash performer. So you sing? I like to sing. I'm not going to say I'm like Beyonce or anything, but yeah, I I enjoy singing. My husband actually plays like guitar. He is so good on the ukulele. 
And I thought it was so funny when I first met him because I'm like, are you Hawaiian? Oh, wow. He's actually, he's Japanese. He, his mom is Japanese. His dad's white, but he's, he's very talented. He doesn't wow. like read sheet music or anything, but he'll listen to a song or like look up a song on YouTube. I'm and then so jealous in five minutes, he knows like how to that. play it. So <laughs> same here. I kind of am like that with like that's the keyboard cool. piano. I always say too, what is one thing that's on your bucket list? Oh is my gosh, my bucket list is huge, um, but oh, it's big. So other than traveling the world, I have like a, I have like a top oh, 10 cool. list of places I want to go. Um, so, oh, let's see. So other than that, I actually was thinking about this a couple of weeks ago, yeah. how I wanted to go back home. Um, and I've been reaching out to some people and I, I want to mm-hmm. be able to take some stuff back home. Um, just kind of like to, to donate because yeah. I know they really struggle there so I wanted to make that a thing next year um, and just no that's cool yeah <laughs> and one other thing um, I have been so I love music of you know I love Spanish music mm-hmm. Samoan music all of that in different languages so I actually am wanting to visit like one island from each country Ooh. in the Pacific Ocean so I'd go to like the capital of the Marshall Islands or that's cool, um, like Pohnpei, you know, something like that. Oh and then, um, what is one thing you can't live without? My though? kids. <laughs> it's always, I mean, everything. I feel like all my answers are gonna be like, oh, my baby. No, that's good. That's been my baby. <laughs> you know, like it's so funny because I'm like at that age. I'm 33, so I'm at that age where like everybody in my age group like is not everybody but a lot of people are having kids or have kids and um so my timeline on platforms is like a lot of people posting pictures of their children and I hate when people are like I'm sick of seeing Mm -hmm. people's children I'm like that's all I care about (laughs) if you just show me your dogs and your kids I live for it so I'm like if you follow me on Instagram just prepare I'm going to be posting videos of my daughter because she's hilarious what is the most memorable lesson that you've learned learned from your parents? So growing up, my family and I, um, you know, be, my parents mm-hmm. being first generation immigrants, um, coming here to the States, my parents didn't know a ton of English. Yeah. They still don't. They try. But it was really, really hard for us um, mm-hmm. financially because um, my dad could only get, yeah. you know, like the warehouse jobs and he was always doing labor jobs, but he always mm-hmm. worked hard always like it didn't matter he was always working if he got laid off Mm -hmm. or something he always found something to take care of us um so we lived growing up we lived in a neighborhood that um was more Mm -hmm. for like low-income families so a lot of us really struggled there was a lot of Marshallese people who lived like in that neighborhood and I remember um one of our neighbor kids, he was a Marshallese, but one of our neighbor kids came over and he was like, Hey, like, I'm hungry. Do you guys have any food? And I was like, no, right. like, we're just as poor as you are. <laughs> and I remember my dad just going into our kitchen and grabbing like these cans of food wow. and like popsicles and stuff. And he, he always was like, it doesn't matter how little we have. If we have the opportunity to help other people, like, we're always going to do that. So I feel like that's something that really stuck with me because we were so, like, we struggled. We yeah. we relied heavily. So okay. my family is LDS. We relied heavily on mm-hmm. what's called the Bishop Storehouse. 
So um, it's a place, you know, if you are struggling with things like that, they have, I mean, they have so much food. Um, it's not just for LDS people. I know they help other people like in the communities as well. So, um, so things like that, that really, what's LDS that really stuck out to me about my dad and he's, he's Oh, okay. Mormon. Latter-day Saints. <laughs> yep. Yes. You can tell that yep. I, I'm not from the community because I'm like, what is that? <laughs> Well, in Utah, yes. it's a very prominent religion. Like, there's a lot of Mormons here. So, uh, I, I don't am. blame you. <laughs> and I think that's why my parents chose Utah. Um, I think, so, it was a, actually a missionary that helped us move here. Uh, my oh, cool. dad came for, like, three or four months and worked for this uh, return missionary who served in the Marshall Islands. And so, yeah, that's, that's how we got here. And so he was paying him back. So he's basically working for this guy and this guy paid for us to get here. So, um, we, I guess we were supposed to go to Idaho, but we got here and my mom really liked it. There was, um, we had some family members and so it, it would have been like easier for us. Um, and then what are you most proud of? Most proud of? Um, other than my kids, I would say, um, just how far I've come as a person. Um, I know growing up struggling, you know, I, I definitely didn't have it worse than anybody else. Like there are people Mm -hmm. out there who I'm just like, wow, I can't believe you went through all that. Um, But I feel like it was tough enough for me as a kid growing up, um, that I'm just really proud, um, you know, of how like driven I am. Uh, to make my mm-hmm. situation better because I'm not only working for my kids and my husband, but I do want to be able to take care of my parents because they are getting old. <laughs> and I yeah. want to be the one to, my brother is actually taking care of them really well right now. He's helping them with their bills. Okay. So I'm really proud of him and what he's doing, but I know he can't do it forever. So that's one of my biggest goals right. is to be able to take care of my parents financially and physically. <laughs> What is something that you wish for for the Micronesian people? Okay, so one thing I do wish for all of us, um, I guess I should mention that there are so many Micronesian businesses out there. And every time I see a new one, I'm just like, I run and show my husband because I'm like, holy crap, look at this. <laughs> like my people yeah. are on the come up. And it it sucks that not mm-hmm. a lot of people know who we are because our culture, right? I mean, it's it's amazing. Everything about it. I've never been ashamed to say that I'm Micronesian. Um, yeah. Oh, like but that. every time I tell someone that that's what I am, they're like, wait, what? What is that? Is that like Hawaii? Oh. Is that Polynesian? And I'm like, no, we're actually, we're <laughs> our own type of people. <laughs> right. So I just think with all of these businesses, all these entrepreneurs, these musicians, they're, I mean, we have so much talent. We have so much potential. Um, anyone who goes and gets their degrees and you said that you, you have what a master's see that stuff that it's just amazing to me. And it makes me so emotional. Cause I'm like, I'm just so proud. I'm so proud that we're, Aww. we're coming. Yeah. We're coming too. from the islands as I think our generation is the one going to be the yep. one, like we're going to light the world. Exactly. And that's, I talk about that with my friends all the time. I'm like our generation as like young parents, you know, we're, we're just changing the dynamic. Cause I know we grow up in a culture where it's like, you know, there's so many taboo subjects and yeah. being affectionate, like growing up my, I know my parents loved me, but 
like the affection, I can probably count on one hand how many times I told my parents I love them and vice versa. So me with my kids, it's completely different. I mean, they hear me say that to them 50 times a day. And of course I say it to my parents more now that I'm an adult and I'm like not weird about that kind of stuff, but I just, Mm -hmm. it just makes me so proud. And all I want, like the world is our oyster and I just want every Micronesian to chase their dreams, whatever it is you want to do, like you can do it. I agree. I think our, our, yeah, like I said, our generation is the ones, like, I think we're going to do big things. I'm excited for like 10 years from now, just to see how far we come. And then my fun question, what's the most ridiculous way you've ever been injured? (laughs) Oh, I have a couple. Um, But I would say the one that I remember the most, I was probably 12. And um, in our neighborhood that I grew up in, it's like, it's an, a circle of apartments that all just like face each other. So if you can imagine a mm-hmm. circle, there's like multiple buildings <laughs> of these fourplex apartments all facing each other, facing a little playground. So anyway, uh-huh. um, I was in the parking lot with my sister just in the back. Uh, my sister is 10 years older than me. And she asked me to get out of the car to like help her back up so she didn't hit my dad's car. And so I'm Uh leaning up against my dad's little Toyota Corolla and she keeps Uh backing up. Right. And I like tell her to stop and she keeps on coming. And so she doesn't stop backing up and eventually like pins me against my dad's car. And I'm like, at this point I'm banging on the back window, like screaming for my life um, because she, she has pinned my leg. So she's, I mean, she's pinned my whole body against the car, but it was my right leg that was like, had the most pressure. And so I'm like, bawling. Oh I, she didn't mean to. I mean, it was an accident. She right. thought I was joking, but they're, her and my cousin are in the car, like laughing at me. And I'm like, I, I'm not joking. Oh. And so, <laughs> yeah, so life. she finally like, um, drives up just a little bit to give me some relief. And I just fall on the ground and I like, couldn't walk for months. It hurt so bad. Oh my yeah, goodness. I'm like, how could you think I was joking? That's so crazy. Yeah, so funny, but we don't go to the hospitals or anything. So I just remember like going about my day. <laughs> just had to wait for it to yeah, naturally basically. heal. <laughs> and then what's the most interesting Micronesian superstition that you're familiar with? Oh, I, I know we're very superstitious people, but. Um, I think one that really sticks out to me is anytime a woman is pregnant, you actually, I know a Mm -hmm. lot of people say that they're not supposed to be alone, but another one is you actually can't walk behind them. Like you're just, if I, yeah, so if I was sitting, um, just on the ground somewhere and I was pregnant, like nobody could walk behind me. I, yeah, I I don't even, I can't remember why we do that, but that's just the thing. That's what we do. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I wonder, I always wonder like what, yeah. Like, cause there's usually a reason though, mm-hmm. even if you don't know the reason there really is, yeah. one, but I wonder what the reason for that one is. I have no is. idea. I, I can't even remember. I'm sure my mom's told me, but there's just so many that I'm like, my brain is bombarded by all these crazy superstitions, these superstitions to keep yes. track of. Yeah. Well, that's all the questions I have Yay. for you. That was so fun. It goes. By it quickly. does. I was wow. <laughs> it really, really does. 
But yes, so I always ask people before before they exit officially, is there anything that you have to tell people about, like shows they should watch, books they should read, um, things they should look yeah. to, anything okay, like that? Okay, so I actually bought a couple of books on Amazon uh, for my kids, oh, cool. and it's, I don't, I don't know if they have them in other languages, but it's actually to teach them how to speak Marshallese, so... Um, oh, I actually cool. posted it on my Instagram and there was a lot of interest about it. So um, you find them on Instagram. Yeah, it's cool. basically like teach me to speak Marshallese, teach me to count in Marshallese. Um, but my, I'm Aww. the only one that speaks Marshallese here. Like my family, my whole family does, yeah. but my husband doesn't like speak any other languages. So I want them to be able to learn and know how to speak it and understand it. So I got those for them. <laughs> I love that. And then, so they're on your social media. So the next thing I always ask is if there's anything you'd like to plug, any handles you'd give Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. So my business Instagram is MXJ microblading. So for all my ladies, I actually can do men as well. No shame in that. Um, And my personal is Marie X Jensen. So that's it okay and then I did add you to the four Micronesians by Micronesians like the highlight under Micronesian businesses so if anyone's in your area in Utah and wants to get microblading they can always go and connect with you thank you okay well thank you so much for being willing to talk with me I appreciate it thank you so much it was so nice meeting you oh it's nice to meet you and um your episode let me actually look I'm gonna tell you Yours will go up on the 28th. Okay. So eight days from now. So, yes, keep an ear out for it. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Well, that was our episode. For Micronesians by Micronesians is an anchor production hosted, created, and produced to you by me, Angela Edward. You can learn more about me at AngelaEdward.com. You can follow the show on Instagram at For Micronesians by Micronesians, all one word. Also, don't forget to support Micronesian businesses that can be found on the For Micronesians by Micronesians Instagram page under the highlights. We will be back tomorrow, and in June, we'll start weekly podcasts. Please remember to wash your hands, stay safe, and social distance. I really do appreciate everyone listening. And thank you to my Micronesian friends and family. I'll see you later. Bye.